0: Hello, hello, how's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily on Thursday, that's right, YDBT Daily every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we pretty much talk, It's, it's basically talking shit, but on Tuesday. I just name it something different. Today what we're gonna talk about is a very good example of DI deletion the wrong way. So people that advocate for DI being active in a tune, they're probably not gonna like this video. Because on the Ford side, the DI is actually more of an issue than um, than something that it helps the car. Now, a lot of people think, for whatever reason, that the DI helps the power. And nothing is further from the case. I've seen people online say, why would you, de- why would you delete the DI? That's what makes the car more powerful. No, dickhead. The added compression, the better camshafts, the better valves, better heads, better engine overall. The Gen 3 motor overall in stock form is better but when you're going to boost the motor it has the same limitations that gen 2 has except it has bigger bolts on the heads retaining it 12 millimeter versus 11 but theoretically the power comes from the actual compression 12 to 1 versus 11 to 1 and the better cams and valves so a lot of people are confused because they thought that the di along with the pi direct injection and port injection was a power thing when it was more a fuel economy thing more of an emissions thing more of a you know getting around it's a it's a band-aid to basically allow the car to reach certain mile per gallon standards and emissions than previous generations but when you're boosting the car you might as well chuck that shit away so today we're going to actually showcase somebody or a situation not a person where somebody said i got a di delete in the car. Send me a tune for DI Delete. But they left the injectors in. Guys, if you're going to delete the DI, delete the DI. Get the rails out of there. Get the injectors out of there. And buy the plugs. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about late model performances. New video. Going to highlight the Maryland accent on there. And showing you how a how standing close to a dyno can... Can almost kill you. You really need to be cognizant of what's happening on a dyno. An engine is turning at 7,000 RPMs. A drive shaft is turning at 7,000 RPMs. The engine is reciprocating. Boost is happening. And I've seen guys standing on the exhaust side of a dyno, a turbo wheel, let's go, exhaust side, and cuts his neck off and he fucking dies. I mean, you know, hits him in the neck and he dies because he's just standing around. When you're on a dyno, get the fuck away. That's why some guys on Big Boy Dinos wear protective gear. They wear helmets. They wear suits. They wear fire suits. They're not messing around. So when I used to go to VMP um, car shows and shit, motherfuckers were right by the rear wheel staring at it. Just looking at it, going 1,000 miles an hour, staring it down. If a drive shaft goes, it's going to cut you in half. Like I was blown away by that. So we're going to talk about that, but not before. Mr. Bill O'Reilly says hello to the people here. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! Yeah! Coming at you! Man, this music hypes me. <laughs> it's so stupid! I love it! PMAS, take advantage PMAS. We're gonna be giving away a cold air on Tuesday! That's right! Tuesday, we're gonna be giving away a cold air from PMAS! You have performance. You can buy PMAS cold airs there. You can buy a four-innovation fuel system there. Whipple kits, TBSs, injectors, wheels, tires, you name it. DNAHighPerformance.com. Part Farm owes me money. What's up, Part Farm? Where's that money at? They got used cars chopped up. They got fenders. They got wheels, tires, interior parts, pullouts, cranker pellets, you name it. Check them out. Two Out of Solutions. I haven't heard shit from Rami. Rami, you good? I haven't heard anything from Rami. I hope you are good. <laughs> Two Out of Solutions camera transmission. The Corvette is gonna be up there on the 23rd. Get a transmission on it. Come back. Maybe run nines in the Corvette. We'll see. Balak Damian Barato over in Miami. Making the best wheels out there. Light, nice designs, badass shit, baller shit. Are you a drug dealer? Do you have a Lambo or an R8? Balak wheels are for you. MFB, MFP main for performance in Australia. Getting fucked over by US companies. owed oh 315000 dollars by two people. Let's get after it. Oh my god. See, like I'm already sweating and I'm blown away that I can even get through that shit. But you know, I make it happen. P best. Clean Eyes, GGT, Joe Swiss, money 40, Travis, 2000 MCR, Pito, Chiquito, Andy Ali, Jaco Bell, Vic, Maki Mok, Bondo Bird, Smoking dx 14 Canis Lupus. <laughs> Omega, Timothy Sullivan, Osmond Condi, Lupa Martinez, Dixon, Eds, phil Philfez, and Venom Racing a couple of times. robo style Bryson Wade, the driver mod, M- Naldo, 302, S s1 97, Izzyart, Freedom Rider, S197 again. Big D. Dude, that dude Chris. That dude Chris, the driver mod. Just got my Lund P mas 2 Gonna line up a dino session. Why? Uh, D Rock Fox, RC Connection, that dude Chris Smoke is ex fourteen. Bryson Witch, Wait scores the Ramirez, Stuart D Anthony, Coyote Fury, Justin Bales two thousand MCR. Did you see the LMP Dino explosion? Yes, I'm going to cover it. Elva Gallarga, Matt Oliver, Greg, Greg of its S one ninety seven Nazo! John Bailey, Oscar Huerta, Smash and Devour, Wicked 5-0, That Dude Chris, Kickflip, Richard Tijadina, Bounder with my buddy, cocaine 5-0, I Had a drive shot, apart on I know, Topped the car, could have been really bad, Stoke, Clint Stroke, Broke-Ass, Watt Boy, uh, Walter Hoffman, DIY, Sean Nang, Venom Racing, more pieces more Boost, Garrett McDonald, ESS 5-0, Conor Blue, speaking of ESS 5-0, Valley 10-speed, went 3-8, 60-130, When ESS G4, those are twin turbo, fully built numbers. Gen 3, fully built, 10R, da, 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 3.8. Don't tell me you can't get after it with ESS stuff. So let's go to Facebook. Well, we have a Lund Racing dealer and customer support page on Facebook. Obviously, you got to verify who you are. Obviously, we got to know that you're not a fucking clown trying to talk shit or trying to get inside information. So what we're going to show you today is somebody went out there and deleted the DI, but did not remove the injectors. That's right. John Lund posted five hours ago, don't tell me you're doing a DI delete and then plan to do it with cylinder pressure. It should be common knowledge that this isn't going to work. This is why we recommend the plugs Alex Chud makes for this. You can leave the DI injectors in, disable DI in the calibration, and expect nothing less. The industry amazes me every day. Basically, the person said, hey, I got a DI delete. Okay, cool. So we assume you deleted the direct injectors and you went to Alex Chud, bam, click on Alex Chud and right here he has a page which is this and I'm going to boom, boom, copy, put it on the chat so you guys that want to buy DI Delete kits, you know where to go. So the DI Delete kit is right here, 18 and plus Coyote DI Delete kit for F-150 and Mustang. $300. $300. The, bu- the budget billet direct injection delete kit eliminates the problematic DI fuel system on Gen three 350 Coyote engines. This kit can be used for both stock ECU cars and those wanting to utilize Gen 3 heads long block with a standalone ECU. So there you go. This gentleman did a, a solid and he built DI deletes right there. Basically a big old slug with a Teflon or some kind of high heat resistant O-ring and gasket and hold down bolts. Bada bing, bada boom. But no, what happens? We have people taking out the rails and leaving the injectors in. So what do you think happens in the combustion chamber when these are not firing? And then you add 30 pounds of boost. Well, now you are burning the end of the DI. And then you are pressurizing this guy constantly. And it'll yeet out a DI. And f- and you're going to have a bad time. The plug... I'm sorry. The, the plug has a, let's say it's made out of a material that will not melt. The only thing keeping from a, a DI di injector from melting is the fuel it's spraying. So if you're combating uh, the, the lack of fuel with boost and heat, so if you had boost at cylinder pressure and heat, and there's no fuel being sprayed out of this injector, it's just going to melt. So you're using the actual injector as a plug. Do not do that. Please, please, please do not do that. Now, a lot of people are going to go, well, wait a minute. I don't understand it. Why don't you keep the DI? Guys, there's been more issues with DI delete, uh, DI sorry, than anything. There has been a ton of misfire issues. There have been some recalls for the O-rings on some of the DI. Some DI injectors have gotten stuck open and flooded cylinders. So it's not something that I think is a reliable piece of equipment from ford and i know people like ua and all those guys like oh my god don't tell people i'm going to i don't know what i don't know what accent he has but oh you you don't understand you have to he's german right so he has to like sound violent uh (laughs) you know don't tell people that you're uh deleting di because you're losing the benefits what benefits in high horsepower applications show me Show me Alejandro Flores. And I know Alec Bledsoe is probably pulling his hair out right now. He goes, come on, Alex, Don't say that. DI is awesome on LT. I, maybe Chevy has a better infrastructure. But on Ford, R8s and Lambos, they delete the DI. And they just run port injection. Because the boost chases the fuel. Right? The, 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 the uh, injector sprays in the port. The boost fucking shoves the, the fuel into the port as opposed to a direct injector fighting the boost. The direct injector is in the combustion chamber. The cylinder pressure is really high. This injector has to overcome the current pressure in that combustion chamber and get some fuel in there, whereas the port chases it in. So a lot of people don't really maybe understand the theory, but on the Ford side of things, maybe Chevy's totally different. That's why I think the C7 ZR1 is badass. It's got port and direct. That's, that's the way to do it. Everything else has uh, direct only, and then you're limited to how much ethanol you can use. You got to do aftermarket auxiliary kits, da-da-da-da-da. So, deleting the DI requires de- you know actually taking the injector out, deleting it in the calibration, and making sure that you don't keep the injector in there. In my opinion, it's not worth the trouble. The juice is not worth the squeeze. There is no reason to keep a DI injector in there above 20 PSI. Hell, above... 15 PSI. When you're making a thousand, get that fucking thing out of there. All it's going to do is cause issues. Trust me, we've never seen it not cause an issue. All race applications generally since 20, let's say 21 or 22 have had issues with the DI stuff when they get after it. And once it's deleted, you don't have to worry about it anymore. See you later. Bye-bye. Theoretically, I can use a long block, a Gen 3 long block, lock the cams, I know, but I'm talking a carbureted application. I'm talking about a standalone application. Lock the cams, DI delete the bitch, and that I can use it on anything, on anything. So now you have that option with Gen 3 motors. They're pretty stout from the factory. You can make up to a thousand, no problem. Or if you want to be an NA asshole and put a, a holly on it like a dickhead and have it start terribly, DI delete, do the thing, and the thing's going to be fine generally. So please, in my opinion... Let's just get rid of DI when you're going to make big power 900 and up on Gen 3s. And do not, for the life of you, keep the the stock DI in there and then tell us the DI is deleted because you deleted the rail. And you're hoping that the injector itself can withstand that kind of heat abuse without its spraying fuel. It is not a plug. You absolutely have to put an aftermarket plug. And Alex Chud makes them, and I should I sent the link on there, so you should be able to get that figured out. Now, let's talk about, um, Alec Bledsoe, LMP, released a new video, and if you guys heard the interview the other day, where me and him talked for a little bit, he talked about a intake manifold exploding on the dyno, and he's got it on film, and, okay, headphone warning, uh, if you guys have headphones, or this is gonna be loud. This is why you should never stand near a dyno, ever, ever, when a truck is getting after it. Right, so that was violent. So let's fast forward, because that is this truck right here. This truck is like a legit Four second eighth mile truck. I think it's like a six seventy or a six sixty truck. I'm not sure. Let me see. Oh geez, six fifty at two oh seven. A truck. Uh, so he goes on the dyno. Um, they're gonna do some polls before it goes to Bradenton. This was before. Um, the nationals, I think. And you know, they bring it in there and it has, if I'm not mistaken, a Frankenstein manifold. Now, that's why I made a joke during the interview. I said, Maybe if you show your asshole on camera, they'll give you a new one. But I said that tongue in cheek because Frankenstein did sponsor that chick that got all pissy and sideways on Instagram, showing her ass everywhere. So I said, Maybe if you show your asshole, you know, so he's like, No, 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 they they're gonna take care of it. So right here is um the truck so imagine you're like like a dickhead and you're standing right here right this mainline dyno is going a bazillion miles an hour engine parts are flying around rods could let go drive shafts can take your ankle out like dumb no these guys are smart and if i'm not mistaken alec bledsoe inside the truck has his helmet on this is a serious truck you can't fuck around with safety you have to get after it get Safety equipment on there and go so they make a couple of pulls and then the manifold Explodes and we're gonna look at a couple of things that I found kind of interesting So I'm seeing a whole bunch of stuff going on out here this there's this shit going on like Maybe it's fitting. I don't know what's whizzing out of there, but obviously there's something something happening Like that little choo-choo effect it has up here. I'm like, whoa, what's happening? That, what's that, what's that, what's that? Now, do you know what a burst panel is? A burst panel is something in the back of the intake manifold or on top of the intake manifold that has basically a burst plate. Then the burst plate's job is to basically burst before the manifold bursts to prevent what's about to happen. But I think what happened is the manifold was compromised at 40 something psi whereas the burst plate maybe goes off a little higher than that So making 2,000 horsepower cool and uh, you know, they're they're looking at the motor All right, tonight Cool So it's <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. I, yeah guys, by the way, if you want to work at a shop, I don't miss those days I do not miss those days where I'm there till like 2 in the morning <laughs> fuck that i'm done i'm a grown-ass man it's over you're a young man alec bledsoe get after it you get out get your money i'm done with that Tomorrow in 20 minutes you're going down the Florida. okay so they're basically trying to get it down to before florida and then uh shit gets sideways so let's see when it happens right here and then we'll see the aftermath <laughs> Uh, right. fucking. Yeah, now we're good. We're good. Yeah. So, by the way, the word so it's an adjective. It's a verb. It's it's every. It's a noun. Fuck. Yeah. The fucking intake blew apart. The fucking intake blew apart. Fuck. Fuck. I don't even know if was rolling right there. Oh, split the whole way around the fucking. split away around the fucking. <laughs> So there's the top part of the, of the, and again, it says it right on there. It's not, they're not hiding it. They, they, it's obviously a Frankenstein intake. The, I don't know what, I, I thought they, they unfocused it on purpose, but later on it was focused. So I'm like, what, what, what happened? So now we got really good clear and you know, it says it right on the video. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, not telling you it says Frankenstein right on there. Fucking bolt. Right The Fucking bolt. Gonna say- so it broke on the bolts. Look it. Boom, boom, boom. On the fucking bolt, it let go, bro. So, y'all can see how scary it is. Wow. He's so how ugly shit can get. Fucking sheared. Oh. Sheared the, burst. Overlo- the fucking bur- And look at the burst panel. So, the burst panel is supposed to burst before the manifold lid bursts. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's crazy. The burst panel didn't even fucking burst. Oh, literally seen 7,700. I'm like, all right, it's on the let off. Boom. As soon as I fucking said that to my fucking... yeah. so <laughs> the Maryland accent. As soon as I fucking see seventy seven hundred, I let off on it. Then on and I still made power. <laughs> it still made it through. <laughs> so basically, they got it patched up. They um, put a I don't know. Uh, so look, he's, show, he's showing the, the, the damage. That was aggressive. Blew that motherfucker clean off. <laughs> You know them fucking bolts are stretching because it you. was literally these things are long and now all of a sudden mm. they're loose. So these things are fucking stretching because the fucking thing's fucking loose. Fuck! I <laughs> listen up. The fucking bolts are stretching because it you. was literally these blowing. things are flying and now all of a sudden mm. they're loose. <laughs> These fucking things are fucking strapped and these fucking things fucking loose! It's not our fault. I mean, you should want your intake to seal No, up. dude, you should be able to put 200 pounds through this, this motherfucker. motherfucker dude. Look <laughs> at this motherfucker. <laughs> you should be able to put 200 pounds through this. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love these guys. You should be able to put 200, 200 pounds, dude. Are you psycho? Do you know how much 200 pounds is? Like, <laughs> shit. He said you should be able to put 200 pounds through a Frankenstein manifold. I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> if you ever worked in the industrial equipment world, that doesn't exist. It's like crazy talk. So it, it goes to show you that it's no joke. Oh, sorry. By the way, we're giving away a <laughs> clock spring kit from C&D Autotech. We're going to be doing a CD and d Autotech clock spring kit, which is basically a couple of buttons on your steering wheel. You can set up a trans brake and a bump uh, with other equipment, but this is the buttons themselves They wire in. Um, they have instructions on the gaugemount.com So, again, I am giving this away from C&D Autotech. 40 PSI, that intake manifold has at least four square feet of surface. That is a lot of pressure, right? When the guy goes... I don't give a fuck what anybody says, 200 PSI should go through that motherfucker, I'm like, I love you bro, no way, like nothing, nothing makes 200 PSI like that, especially on a car, so, it ended up uh, blowing up, and they ended up putting another manifold on it, got on the dyno, and they made it down to Bradenton, so, but, Frankenstein's gonna do good by them, they're gonna say, hey, take the man, bring the manifold back, we wanna see what happened. And obviously they, they aired it, so I'm sure they, they're talking. And and this is a good thing for Brett Frankenstein. Frankenstein don't don't think this is a don't think this is a um a dig at Frankenstein. Parts fail. And you have to find the failure points and then the fixes. It's different if the part fails and Frankenstein go, what'd you guys do? You know, it's different if they get it, take it, and go, let's fix this. It'll never happen again. Here you go. Free manifolds for life. And that'll make everybody happy. And people will still support Frankenstein. Or you just keep shaking your asshole. And maybe they'll give you manifolds that way. Who knows? I have no dog in this fight because I don't fucks with anything. And on that side of things, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a peasant. I'm a nobody. So you won't be seeing me, uh, see my asshole for, you know, to get Frankenstein parts on my shit. But hopefully they can fix it, figure out what the issue is. Two hundred pounds through the thing is not gonna like that's never gonna happen. I, I don't know the guy that said that. I'm like, no, that that's just just not how it works. But standing next to a dino is stupid. It's just absolutely stupid. When I worked at VMP, I would regularly go to Ohio NMRA. Oh my god, NMRA is the most the saddest event. Like, everywhere you go, everyone's a fucking retard. And, you know, like, you got got to deal with retard. Water mic on the dyno. What's it got done to it? And they're taking notes. And I'm like, bro, you're standing next to the dyno. If a drive shaft lets go, because I don't know if the customer tightened his drive shaft. I don't know if the – I've seen drive shafts break, and it takes a transmission out and a chunk of the block. So imagine if that sucker has no drive shaft loop, squiggling around like this, and kaboom, and shit just goes sideways. And the dyno was elevated. It was, like, chest level. To most people so that was even stupider to stand next to it so that goes as a good um learning lesson to not stand next to a dyno glad everyone's okay glad the truck was okay the truck wasn't hurt they put another manifold on it made some pulls got down to Bradenton and they competed so everything was good so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit of what you want to talk about um di delete stuff we talked about not Ford stuff Jim Farley talked about you know like potentially building a plant somewhere else because the UAW is fucked up I'm like yeah no shit stupid I love how people negotiate stuff and then all of a sudden try to change their mind about about stuff they're like well you know I, now that we got the um, now that we got the, the the UAW contract out of the way we have to re- think about where we're going to build plants in the future bro you fucking stupid stupid Everyone wants a power until they have big power issues. It's a says, Yeah, my dad's old blower had a burst plate on it so that it wouldn't blow up the motor and kill people at mud bog. He also had straps around the motor to keep it in place. Play OT back, listen to the motor, run away with it. Yeah, we, we heard it. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, Finalized Coddle Lines said, Hello, I'm from PA and I talk the same way. Yeah, PA is special. I saw a beer. Hopefully, that was not opened after the ship blew up. It was a Michelob Ultra. If I'm not mistaken, they were like discussing it, and I think it was a Michelob Ultra. Yeah, wind-taking. let me see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me, let me go back. I think it's a Michelob Ultra. Thank God it wasn't a Bud Light. No right there. Right there. Okay, check it out. They had a Michelob Ultra. Hey guys, you put the video out there, not me. So I mean, when you're fucking working at at, at a shop, yeah, look at that. I mean, Clamping force for the whole. If you looks like a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> you're like, hold on. I, I'm sorry. I did. I didn't do this. Damn. So. Typically, when you do that, when you work late into the night, I mean, all—all, it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. Just uh, everything goes. It, so you're like, you know, beer, Coke, whatever to keep you awake so you can get the job done. Drunk, high, fuck it. Let's get it done. <laughs> the thing's got to make it to brain to... Have you seen the pits at races? Have you seen the pits at races? Like you want to see some high blood pressure, ju- 90% clogged arteries, and generally the most unhealthy people on the planet. Just go watch drag racers. Like a lot of people see me and, you know, maybe I'm, I look fit to them. I don't know. But I don't, I'm not a drag racer in that sense. I like to drag race my car. But competitive drag racing to me, the kind of people that like that, they like to gamble too. Like it's always a correlation between out of shape, fat people that love competition and Gambling. And I've always thought that they're both unhealthy habits. Like I don't, I don't care if I beat the guy next to me. I don't give two shits. I don't give a fuck. I care if my car runs a number based on something I built. I don't care about competitive drag racing. I don't care about being limited. I don't care. It's just, it's not a money maker for for someone like me. If I want to make money, let's say I'm a shop or I'm a influencer, going on drag week and winning a a, a race event. It's gonna cost me five to ten thousand bucks, maybe more, if the motor blows up. And what am I gonna get out of it? Some rep, a couple of magazine articles. Then what? Then what? Then you're, you know, did you become a millionaire? Did no? So let's say I can teach people how to build a combo, and put some of my theories to to a test. Take the car to the track in a private setting. Vet the combo and say. This combo, I said we run nines and it ran nines. Now people look at it as educational instead of just swinging your dick with the fastest shit. And it gets watched over and over and over and over and over. And that video makes more and more money, more and more money because I am talking to the layman, the 80 to 90% of people that don't competitively drag race. So there's something in a drag racer, competitive drag racer, that also has to do with like, Gambling—that's why you see a lot of these guys bet money. Egos get in—you know, egos get involved. And I'm not that guy. I'm just—I don't care. Now, for someone like Lunt to go racing is because they can make money because they can promote their product, tuning. So they're going to go to Texas 2K. By the way, we got a couple of things to do. It's coming down to the wire. So hopefully, we can get on the dyno late next week. And if it makes a good dyno hit, then we should be ready to go to TX 2K because I don't think we're going to have to test the car at a track. And if I'm not mistaken, TX2K is uh, doing like a Tuesday rental. So we might be able to get there and get in, get in on the testing. Vet the combo exactly like we did at World Cup. We basically vetted the combo at World Cup. And everything was uh, pretty good. Someone paid and I don't want to miss that. Um, I, I want to get the paid chat. So where is it? Here you go. Can I do a VCT delete by unplugging the phasers? That is a one. Good job. Good job. Yes vct won't work but the cams will be in the parked position but that is a that is a that is a um that is a a great example of the thought process that went into the di deletion and this is like that backyard mechanic that pops off as it, like he knows stuff and then i'm not singling anyone out but let, let me give you an example okay i am blown away um, Hold on. As a tuner, my job is to tune. And a lot of people say, Alex, I need a drain tune. I need a fuel drain tune. I need a fuel drain tune. And I'm like, okay, so this is the problem with fuel drain tunes. If you have gotten an NA tune and you want NA, pump gas, cammed, drag mode, manual mode, Dude, you are stretching, stretching the amount of support you're going to get based on the payment structure. If you pay $300 for a tune and you ask for four tunes, I'm going to start chirping if you ask for, like, everything. I'm going to say, uh, uh no, this is not a remote session, dude. Here's an NA tune. Bye-bye. can look cool. But this is what happens. They do that, and a week later, they go, oh, I bought a PMAS. And then they go, I need a pump gas tune, a drag mode tune, E85 tune, drag mode E85, manual mode E85, manual mode. E85, manual mode. So there's 7,000 tune files in their folder. So then I go, okay, you're going to have to pay me more money because boosted guys, I'm three tunes and done. You know, you guys you the cheapest guys ask for the most. So shops, if you are a shop, And you ask me for a fuel drain tune, I'm going to consider you not really a legit shop. Why is that? You can jumper the harness and trigger the fuel pumps on yourself if you know what you're doing. Or you can actually do a little research and go to VMP's website and you buy the fuel swapping kit. It is literally a jumper harness and a hose. And what you do is, instead of asking for a tune for every car that you bring into your shop to have a fuel drain tune, you buy this harness. Now you have a harness that can jumper any Coyote Mustang and you can trigger the fuel pumps to come on. It is a 100 bucks. If you are a shop and you ask me for a fuel drain tune, you're probably the same shop or type of shop that will leave the DI in. And tell us you deleted the DI. So when we talk about shops, not every shop's legit. Not every shop's experts. Most shops are shade tree mechanics that bought a or at least a bay. He's breakdancing again. He he, he comes back to he likes to breakdance here. I don't know why. See, the dude just literally just he I mean there he he, 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 he he likes to breakdance like in front of me. I don't understand what his, what his deal is. So um, not every shop knows what they're talking about. Not every shop knows what they're doing. And I try to get on shops' as cases and be like, bro, there's a reason why I talk shit on a lot of shops, generally. I don't single them out. They talk a good game. No, all they did was be able to build an eight-second car for themselves, and they're like, oh, I'm a shop now. Blah, 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 performance. I can do it for other people. And then who do they get their knowledge from? This internet asshole. Like do you know how many people hit me up on the side on the on the on the backside and they're like, hey, "What do you think about this?" And I'm like, "You're a shop. You should know this." Um, yes, exactly. That'll be twelve hundred, sir. We went through this on the ticket system and bought the VMP fuel drain kit. What a fucking gem! Didn't even know that was an item available. Shame on me, but it is what it is. The good thing about Parker Performance, he's like, "I didn't even know it existed," and I'm like, "Thank God." Now, if you go to Parker Performance, he doesn't have to ask for a fuel drain kit. He can go every car with this same harness and he can go i got seven cars to tune here now i can swap drain i can swap fuels by using one thing instead of asking the tuner for a drain tune because it bogs down our system and and luckily i'm not talking about you but i'm just saying generally if you know this exists or understand how the fuel system works and you don't know how to trigger the fuel pumps to come on by jumping the harness come on dude Come on. 22 GT, 3 a Whipple, 4-inch pulley, getting a 4-system and ID 1050Xs and going on the 85. Maybe pulley down a 3-8 pulley. Should I do DI delete? Should I do DI delete? And is there any negative for daily driving? No. Your car is going to make 750. You don't need to do this. I'm talking about guys going to be 15 PSI and up. Big, you know, or 20 PSI and up. DI does not affect you in any adverse way. You don't need it. So you're fine. I'm talking about guys that are looking to push these engines. If you're at seven or 800, leave it alone. Are you telling me some shops can't jumper a relay? Correct, The Wolf. And now maybe I'm spoiled and I'm not going to, and I'm not going to, um, yes, exactly. If he's considering himself, first of all, he's not a tuner. There's no way you have a GT350 file Ready to go, because I know that Lunds have 150,000 dollars or so in that file, so I'm like, there's a base there's a base somewhere, there's a base that has all that stuff baked in, and he just adjusts the math and spark, raises the rev limiter and says, "I'm a tuner, and that's just not how it works. So those people that have a one or two bay with a lift and pay 3,500 bucks a month, they're not shops. I'm sorry. If you, if you don't have an, an, an innate understanding of the electrical system, if you don't have a Ford... If you don't have a Ford IDS tool and you work on Fords, you're not a shop. You're just a shade tree mechanic with a fucking building. That's all you are. If you do not have a Ford IDS tool... To properly diagnose a vehicle. Pay the subscription service every year. To have access to the latest and greatest updates to the Ford IDS. You are not a shop. Sorry. I'm sorry. I have a certain standard. If I know more than a shop, why the fuck am I going to go to you? I data logged my Cadillac for Cadillac. So I'm driving the Cadillac. And I'm feeling a shuddering, And I go, that's a torque converter or that's something. Like very slight, very slight. So then they're like, well, how do you know it's a shuddering?" And I said, because in the data log that I sampled, it shows the converter slip undulate as I'm steady state. And the RPMs go up, down, up, down, steady state, 55 miles an hour, up a hill, 1500 RPMs. And they go, what software is this? I go... It's HP tuners. It's, 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 it's a VCM scanner. But look, it's a torque converter, so I am gonna I want to eventually get it in there, get it diagnosed with GM tools. I don't think they have the that kind of... I, I'm sure they do, but they were like blown away that I emailed them a data log with a bunch of parameters recording, and I said, pay attention to this parameter right here. And they were like, oh, so if I know more than your shop, and again, I am lucky, I got with Jake Lunn. And a lot of people high up that allowed me to get a good knowledge base. So what I'm trying to do is download that to you guys. You guys just need to have more knowledge. So that when you go to a shop and someone says stuff like, if you remove the filters, (laughs) if you remove the carbon traps, you know, if you start hearing that stuff, you should know to like walk away from that person because they know what the fuck they're talking about. Oh, it's three more horsepower than you had before. Bro, like I need, I need to get away from people that are Ford experts and, and they hide in these sub forums. There are people that still somehow have credibility in this, in this industry that hide in these weird fucking goofy groups and sub forums. And they're like, well, that guy said, and I'm like the guy that doesn't know shit. The guy that doesn't know it. So if you're a shop and you don't have a Ford IDS tool and you work on Ford, you're not a shop. Sorry. Sorry. My $30 scanner can do everything that Snap-on one can do. Just kidding. Uh, Late. But how's the family, Alex? Family mostly dead. I mean, when you get older, your family just starts to drop off. Get ready, guys. When you hit 40... Motherfuckers, uncles start dying. Parents are, pe- people just start dropping off. So, you know, it's all good. Sakao el papa. Did the smoke machine intake manifold explode? It's been a while. He can, no, no. The smoke machine intake manifold explode. Okay. He considers himself a tuner because he adds 32 degrees of timing. Those years, G- Those years GMs had service bulletins for a fluid change. Ladies, 18SS did it after a fluid change and it went away. Got it. Most dealers have UEI text and don't know shit. A lot of guys working at dealerships dealership don't know anything on the outside of the dealerships, unfortunately. Is, is a Whipple better than a Ken and Bell? I live in California, and I like the thought of passing smog with a Ken Bell. I have a 13 GT. As far as I know, Victor Garcia, Whipple has carb EO kits. But when you delete the catalytic converters and you put pump gas in it and put headers in it. Pump gas right here. This is pump gas. And you add 13 PSI. You can make it not a dud. Fucking clown. Again. That's the problem. I think a lot of people need to understand that if a part company says something, it's coming from the angle of selling parts. Okay. So a lot of people need to understand the person relaying the message doesn't know shit. They just know what the manufacturer tells them. Typically, people that we talk to that are legit, I'm trying to think of someone that's been super legit. Parker's been awesome. Parker's been one of the better shops in the Tampa area. Turnaround is quick. Builds seem to be awesome. He diagnoses leaks quickly. He understands basic data logging, and he gets it. So I'm not singling you out, but I think if you have a Ford and you're diagnosing Fords, you have to have an IDS tool. You gotta pay, gotta pay that money. Sorry, look, there's business loans. Get a business loan. Get a $150,000 business loan, oh, that's too much money. Well, that's that's how most businesses operate. Um. So there's a lot of shops that diagnose VCT. Did you know that the Ford IDS tool can manipulate VCT and there's something in the IDS tool that makes basically shakes the VCT to unstick a solenoid? Like it's they do virtual um compression tests. They do basically a leak down test. Like they do a power balance test. They do so many things this Ford IDS. So you charge the customer for that diagnosis. You know what I mean? So I'm like blown away that more shops don't have that and they work on Fords. They start dropping like flies. Well, yeah, exactly. They do start dropping like flies. Like family members just start fucking dying when you're 40. What tools or software do you need to start tuning ready, ready to blow my shit up? So look, if you have... Oh, see, it so says you're good. You're good. We have IDS, scan, and Rotunda. Beautiful. You got more... You got four scan, hail, and IDS... You are ahead of 90% of the shop's Parker performance. Um, So what the fuck was I saying? (laughs) What tools do you need to blow your shit up? Um, Yeah. (laughs) Really? Uh, Okay. If that's the case, show me the timestamp. Show me the timestamp on what video? Because that's hilarious. If you have a general understanding of... What, what cars do like DI let's talk about DI direct injection naturally aspirated is more efficient of course it's, it's a direct injection but, the, but what's a byproduct of direct injection fucking nasty gross looking valves why with direct injection do you get nasty valves and on port injection you don't get nasty valves because the fuel going down the runner into the valve Valve opens, it gets a little bit of fuel on it, and that acts like a solvent, like a cleaner. So the valves generally look really clean on cars that have poor injection, whereas direct injection has carbon buildup and a bunch of nasty gook and shit. So people don't, if you understand what's happening in the combustion chamber with boost, why do diesel trucks, diesel techs out there, or diesel people, tell me The pressure needed on a diesel direct injector, isn't it in the thousands of PSI? Why is that? Because it has to overcome the cylinder pressure to be able to get fuel in there. So if you have a direct injector that is at a 12-pound or 19-pound-an-hour direct injector and you're shoving 30 pounds of boost down the bitch, that direct injector is going to, it's like spitting into the wind. Go drive 50 miles an hour. Stick your head out the window and go... Where is it going to end up? Right back in your fucking face. Slow the car down. Spit. Oh, look. The spit goes a little further. Think of that as a combustion chamber and a direct injector. Whereas if you turn around and spit with the wind, the wind helps your spit. You ever spit as the wind is going from your backside to your front, and that sucker goes for 20 feet, and you go, God damn, that's port injection. You spit against the wind, that's direct injection. I guarantee that that um, example set off a light bulb in some Rodriguez, Martinez, Hernandez, Jose Pablo Juan's head. Oh, shit, he's right. I always spit towards the wind. I always wonder why I get it back in my face. I just turn around. Cuh. It is a, yeah, I mean, that that's the, it sounds silly, but that's like the combustion chamber is the earth. You drive towards the wind, spit back in your face. Now, let's say you have the ability to have like an insane amount of pressure behind your spit. That's a high pressure injector. Never piss into the wind, right? Pissing into the wind or pissing it, right? Piss into the wind gets it all over your jeans. Piss it, piss with the wind. Stream goes forever. Like when the guys in Jackass piss into the wind behind a plane. I just got here after putting away the kids to bed. What I miss? Giveaway tonight? No, not we're not not yet. I want to try to do three hundred likes. We have four hundred seventy three people. Once it gets to three hundred likes, we'll give away Clock spring Kit, CMD Autotech, The gauge Easy to ship. No bullshit. The uh, MFP crank support is going to go out tomorrow. I have, didn't have a chance to ship it today. I had to sign some paperwork. They Next day, aired me some paperwork from the dealership. Signed it. Next day, aired it back. Hopefully, the car is going to be here next week sometime. Diesel pressure is huge. Indian Law says 5,000 to 30,000 PSI on the injectors. So, understand, if you're going to boost your Gen 3 Coyote over 20 PSI, that little bitch-ass injector is going to become more direct injector. Is going to become a more of a more of a problem than a benefit. So get it the fuck out of there. Hit up Chud. Get some DI deletes. Bada bing. Bada boom. I've noticed that GMLT tuners are running leaner air fuel ratios boosted with DI. Does that apply to the Coyote also? Nope. We don't fuck. No. We have port injection. There's a blend factor. We can blend how much port, how much DI the car is relying on. The DI is like 15%. It's heavy port, and it's RPM, and I think load-dependent also. Um, 956 La verga cause. how do I teach these kids? I really don't want a fuel system and injectors, but shops don't answer this damn phones. I, I guess I'm going to have to do it myself. I, I really don't want to do my fuel system and injectors, but shops don't answer the damn phones. Where are you located, Hatch 450? Where are you located? Are we allowed to tell Bill Cosby jokes? Absolutely. Hit the like, peasants. He's spitting, fool. Going to have people driving down the road with their heads out the window, spitting, going, Okay, so this is how a direct injector works. Tuh. With the wind is bad. <laughs> Puh. I'm sorry. With the wind is good. Against the wind, bad. <laughs> Alex, how much are they charging you to ship the car? Uh 800. It's not bad. Believe it or not, it's not bad. Uh You're selling your Fox? Well, why do people... Keep... Look, my Fox body is going to be sold... After I run nine. So I have someone installing the I have someone installing the um the kit. And they were able to bring put a camera in the oil pan. It looks to be a mid seventies block. It looks to be an Eagle rotating assembly H beam situation. It looks to be Knife edge, you know, situation on the crank. Pistons are either Kenny Bell, oh, Kenny Bell, KB Hypers or some Eagle other stuff. Like, there's an Eagle 408 rotating assembly. Eagle, Eagle 408. But this thing makes 450. So, let me see, Eagle 408, 408, 351 base. So, I'm not saying I have this. But the car has ARP studs, ARP bolts, ARP everything uh, based on the, the stuff I saw. So it either has something similar like this, a street strip assembly, 408 KB pistons, uh, hyper, which again, that's why I'm only doing 150 shot because I don't know if they're forged or not. So I'm only going to keep the 150 shot. So supposedly it might have this, but I'm not 100%. I'm not 100% what it's got going on, but it does have ARP hardware. It does have good heads. It does have good, you know, good stuff. So if that goes nine stick or the 150 shot, I'll sell it. People, people, champ, catch the rest tomorrow at work. Look, either we fucking or I'm fucking. Uh, why are we talking about wind? I thought this was a political channel. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like EPA shit could be wrong. Just got my hands on a Gen 2R head unit. Good for you. I had nothing to do with it. Brandon, is secondary port injection the safest way on a C706 for a 2650 setup? That's, look, i am not familiar with gm stuff but i think a lot of the limiting factors on bmw actually i don't know if bmw is port or direct but on camaros most of those guys get an aftermarket you know um auxiliary kit to like a port situation to help with the fueling especially on the 85 so if i if i was if I was people, I'd avoid anything direct injection. If you're, if you're going to get into a hot rod and you're like between a Challenger, a Camaro, or a Mustang, get a fucking Mustang. And I don't say because I'm a Mustang guy. I say because you're going to go further. And I'm hoping to bring you some of that knowledge with the gray car that I bought. That's the whole reason I bought it. By the way, shout out to Ultimate Header. God damn it. I didn't even – I said I was going to get some headers. Hits me up that morning. A little birdie told me you want headers. Which ones do you want? You want to get in on my good side? That's why they used to be a sponsor. I might just put them back up there if they're going to sponsor the kid. Yeah, they're probably Keith-like hypers, but I'm not 100%. We can't tell. Nine stick this summer is the goal. EPA, I have a Shelby. Zeal okay, okay, Alex, I'll race you in my nitrous coyote. I don't care. Uh, I thought the Gen 3 Mustangs have both PI and DI. Bobby Douglas, are you fucking listening? When did I say they don't? Oh, my God um ford fueling easy zl6 chinese to me um jordy make it work (laughs) jordy as in jordy laforge i'm a mustang guy the fueling in the corvette is big money yeah um you would be crazy to not consider a gen 1 mustang if you want modern performance or even a gen 2 mustang or a gen 3 mustang now, if you want a car to look like a muscle car or an older, Gen 2, Gen 3 are not going to do it for you. They look, I don't want to say generic. I like how they look. I own two and they were great. I think a 350 is just the baddest looking SI50 on the planet. GT500 looks good, but I'm not a fan of the DCT. I think the GT350 was just right. But when you look at a Boss 302 and what the Boss 302 can do with that motor, make a thousand, no problem, chill out with a Roadrunner variant of the Coyote versus the Voodoo. You know, the, the, once you really learn what Gen 1 can offer, I, I think you would look at Gen 1 as a viable candidate to build something off of. Nothing. But boost and fuel can probably get you into the nines. I'm going to attempt to get into the nines boosted on the stock motor. I just don't know how long it's going to last. I think once I start pushing it RPM-wise and boost-wise over 15, that's when a rod is going to go bye bye So I'm going to take it all the way to the end and see what it does. If the rods survive the test, then, you know, I, I would have done something. But if it goes 9-1 once, I'll either back it off or get myself a, a built bottom man and go further with it while maintaining it as straight as possible. Ultimate header sounds like no others. Uh, Ultimate header have headers for F-150? No, they do not. Ultimate headers make headers for Gen 1? Yes, they do. And they're going to send me a set. Alex, I'll race to my Kia Soul. Um, hey Alex, I have a Joker support E-Force And you can use for your Gen 1 program free of charge I'll just send it back when you're done with it Let me know if you're interested No, I'm good I don't want to start shoving E-Forces You mean like a 2650? I don't want a 2650 I want a VMP Gen 2R uh, Gen 3R uh, VMP Gen 2R um, And try to go low nines in it Duplicate Donnie's build Because if I put a 2650 on it Now it's, it's To me it's not fun anymore Two, three is fine in my... But thank you. Appreciate that. And then, you know, I don't want to send it back to you, honestly. I don't want to send anything back. I want to keep everything, you know. So I'd rather just buy it. Um, What's the best shop in Houston? Oh, look. You got Midnight Performance. You got Aces. You got Aldo. In Houston, you got three badass coyote-related shops that have pumped out six-second, seven-second cars and stupid fast trucks. So take a pick. You could all three are good did you guys see the coyote swap ZR1 that's floating around yeah i think that's a that's clickbait I, I mean it hasn't moved for like a year like there was a guy that was advertising a white ZR1 with a coyote on it and i thought that'd be cool as fuck like if i found a ZR1 that was blown up motor and have a, a rolling chassis i'd buy it and i if i had the the means and the garage and the space and the money i'd absolutely coyote swap it and not, it's not gonna piss anybody off who the fuck's gonna piss off ZR1 guys don't give a shit. They're, they make $1,100 on a stock motor. So if I shove a Coyote in it, it's not going to make you know, that kind of power. But I, I'm familiar with a Coyote, and I, I'd love to know what a high-revving V8 can do in a 32 3,300-pound 3, car. Are you a fan of the 302LS? They've been getting pricey. Alex, if you're putting leggings on the horse pose, could you do a lot more sponsorships? Okay. I want a boss 302 so bad whenever they get up. Heads up with the BMW M3, a new Ford was doing. Okay, my bad. So the delete kit moves the injectors to all BPI, all eight. Yes. Wait, the delete kit moves? It doesn't move anything. It just deletes the DI injectors. Are you going to go to FFRE Predator Block for Gen 1? If I do that, I'll talk to Joe and I'll say, hey, um, see." then I'm building a race car. Probably not. I want to do it as if you were building it. So I think goals is to live in the, I want to do like a, a um, Corey Grayley, but with a Gen 1. Car that's reliable, probably lives in the high 8s, low 9s, just chills out reliably year after year after year. And go on a test and tune and fuck around, You know, do some content, not put a cage in it, not be competitive. I don't care about competing, fuck competing, I don't give a shit about competing stupid. I want to see what a Booster does in a better chassis. Exactly. Whatever happened to Turvey, I, he got a job. He got a job. And I think he got a girlfriend. And he's just been like you and I both know that kid just needed some pussy and money. And that two valve or SN or whatever the hell project was going to go by the wayside. He is never going to finish that project, guys. You understand? That's a perpetual issue. That's going to be in his driveway till he's 45 I'm going to get to it one day. No, you're not. You're going to buy a, a nice three-valve. Nice and three-valve in the same sentence is hilarious. Um, You know, like a early Coyote, like I'm going to buy and just live a happy life. Alex, you're going to get get the Gen 1 more street up? T-601 would be far more balanced car with a Coyote, bro. That's what I'm going to do, though. Alex, a few episodes ago, I thought you heard you say heavy oil pulse timing on the Coyote VVT. Or did I heal that wrong? You heard that way the fuck wrong. By the way, let's talk about that. If you're a shop or an engine builder and you say more oil pressure is better on a coyote you do not understand how the phasers work imagine you have very thick oil 2050 you know br50 or something very heavy and the VCT has to move freely it's flying at a bazillion rpms and then it has to phase so if you have too much oil pressure the phasers are not going to work properly if you have too little oil pressure the phasers are not going to work properly so if you're like an engine builder or a shop and you're like man we got to get more oil pressure to these phasers no you don't whatever it is stock mimic that a lot of these people buy these aftermarket oil pump gears. They have these cute little things on the end that, you know, they, oh, they look, these are like super duper high def, you know, high, high def, high, heavy duty, high def, heavy duty oil pump gears. They're going to give me 120 psi. That's fucking stupid. You want the same oil pressure the car does stock. So if it has 50 weight oil in it, that's stupid. Because now, that dense oil cannot flow through the passages fast enough to actuate things how they're supposed to actuate. So a lot of people with VCT have no understanding. Like a lot of people that build motors, like, okay, if I'm a shop and I've built big block motors my whole fucking life, and I go, what's the difference with a Cayo? coyote? It's no big deal. All I got to do is make sure it's got all posture, and we're good to go. And then... You have VCT issues, and you're like, "What the fuck happened? The stock motor was fine. Now it's fucked. Like now what? So just because a shop builds a grudge car, or you know, motor shop builds a grudge car, hey, they got this guy's car going fast, da 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 da. I can't wait till they get into coyotes. Shut up. That's not how it works. You have to be an engineer." when it comes to VCT-driven engines. That's why FFRE has it figured out. You know what FFRE does? They're psycho. They like chop blocks in half and stuff. They're like, okay, what's the material look like right here at the head bolt? Really? They're literally chopping motors in half and go, how much sleeve material can I get away with here? Look, the structural integrity of the area where I'm gonna sleeve, I can't overbore. I can't do this type of sleeve because it'll, at high RPMs, high loads, this'll twist it. Like, nobody's doing that. People are just going, ah, what's the big deal? V8 to V8 to V8. It's just got stupid cams. More oil pressure. That's not how it works. So, mimic what it does stock. Just make it stronger. Like, that's the theory of motor shops. I know. You, you look at my channel and you go, Alex oh, doesn't know shit. He's just a douchebag. And He used to flip his fucking head. He don't know nothing. I thought he was funnier when he would flip his fucking head. But then I'm going to tell you this. and I'm going to save you fucking time. I'm going to save you money. I'm going to save you headaches. L- mimic what it does stock but stronger. Don't give it 10,000 psi of level pressure. Don't make the tolerances any tighter on the cam side. Just make sure that it will seal and that the rotating assembly isn't going to chuck a rod and that the, the ring gap is proper for big boost. So sealing the head, big importance. Do not go crazy with stuff on VCT. Don't overthink oil pressure. Keep it what it does on the stock side, maybe a hair more, but the VCT has to be active. And what do they do? Y'all should just lock that VCT bullshit. It just gets in the way. Meanwhile, the Great Goose has gone 676 with VCT. 676 with VCT. Like you want, I want to know if there's a micro record for quickest and fastest VCT active vehicle. That one guy's going to tell you Lucas All-Stabilizer were. I like LS guys who throw Rotella T6 in their motor to bump up low pressure. Um, hey Alex, what are you going to set up a YouTube meet and greet at Mustang Week? Fuck no. I'm not even going to Mustang Week. Mustang Week is suck. My nuts, uh, mod nuts. I'm never going to go to that fucking event. No, fuck that. I dropped lots of coin on DNA High Performance today. Told them you sent me. Love it. I was around 550 and eventually ran too much oil pressure and overextended my balls through the chain tensioners and killed a chain guide. Caught it before it broke a chain. Imagine locking your cams because you can't properly build the motor. Wouldn't you start to lose power at that point because of the oil? oil pressure isn't like this magical thing like i've heard the dumbest stuff being said by motor builders well the way i set up my bearing gives it a lot more oil pressure then on the other hand a completely different engine builder goes well my tolerances are a little looser so oil pressure at idle is going to be 20 like bro why is it Mm. i'm gonna shut up because people start getting triggered how much uh, d- donation do you need to call Yolo up for one-time only cameo? Never, because that then then that 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 gives you the thought process that you can pay me to act like a clown. If Yolo comes back, Yolo comes back because I want him to come back. But for now, he's good. That's why right. Illuminators is a badass. Just a stronger coyote. It's just a stronger coyote. Sammy, yeah, Sammy, something. Uh, Sammy Y last name has an Illuminator Gen One. T 56 VMP Gen 3R. He beats the ever living shit out of that thing. No issue. That guy um, that I showed you the video of the gray goose running sixes at Bradenton. That white S197, a four-year-old Illuminator running 860s, 8, 850s for four years. Please show me a shop that has had a four year run on a car that runs eight sixties they always have some kind of issue the few times i've talked to alex in person you learn so much in a conversation no matter what subject says peggy piss flaps (laughs) so who are you (laughs) i don't remember meeting a peggy piss flaps anyway all right we got 300 likes excellent we're gonna do star trek trivia because fuck car trivia star trek trivia okay i just know i I know the I, I know the answer. I don't even know I, I, I don't need know, know to not I don't even need to look it up. I know the answer because I looked it up today. Okay, so we're giving away a clock spring kit from CND Autotech, Tech, thegagemount.com, the com, If you go there, Chuck Um part number one eight seven two one eight seven one clock spring kit, basically bump and trans brake buttons on your S five fifty and up Mustang. I put the chat up there so that you can see it's live. And uh, whoever answers first, and I'm going to prioritize the members. What was the name of the final episode on The Next Generation? It was a two-part episode. What was the name of the last episode of Star Trek? The last step of Star Trek The Next Generation. Star Trek The Next Generation, last episode title. Two-part series. Great, great thing. That's where he was in three different time periods, you know, hovering back and forth. And he had to, you know... Uh, you know, is uh, it? He had to be... He created like an anti-time thing. And uh, it ended up going back... Sorry, no, wrong. Nope. <laughs> hey, hey! Life of 728 and Alfredo Diaz. But Alfredo, I think you won already. But life, all good things. All good things come to an end. All good things. Was the name of the episode for... The last Star Trek episode where he was in three different time periods, he he ended up causing a time, like an anti-time rupture in space-time, and it traveled back in time and would have killed all of our solar system because he caused it in the future, and every time he was in three different time periods, the further back in time he went, the bigger the anomaly was, and then Q said, "You you caused the death of humanity, and they're like, how? He goes, because you used a tachyon beam in three different in the in three different time periods in the same point of space and caused a rupture in space-time. Fucking great. I love that episode. Life of Z28. I know, I know Alfredo Diaz, but I'm telling you, he got you there first. And I think Alfredo Diaz has won some stuff before. But again, this is a new year. You'll have another chance on Sunday to win another clock spring kit, and then on Tuesday, a PMAS cold air, so lifeofz28, ydbt4life at gmail.com, hit me up there, and um, congratulations on winning the clock spring kit, I have another one to give away, so don't worry, there's going to be plenty of opportunities, I appreciate you guys playing, I love that, because it's a it's a definite answer, it's not like, when was the last boss 302 built, people say 13, actually, there was a boss 302s in 14, it's like, fuck all that, If you haven't watched Star Trek The Next Generation, oh boy, you need to watch it. It is so good. It is so fucking good. Like, time time travel movies is my shit. Except Tenet. Tenet was... (laughs) Fucking thing. (laughs) Tenet was stupid. Tenet was so freaking... Thank you, J.D. Swag. By the way, my condolences. J.D. Swag had a, a grandparent pass away. Uh, my condolences, JD Swag, but glad to be on. Hopefully, I made you laugh a little bit and got you not thinking about that situation. I totally understand what you're going through, so my condolences. Uh, one of his uh, grandparents uh, passed away. My condolences, JD Swag, but nice to see you back on the chat. So, I'm gonna tell you something that's hilarious. So, I remember I was dating a girl, and I, I, um, I was home chilling, and she came over, and she was like, um, we were watching Terminator, so we were watching Terminator with the christian bale which is the uh the one like like uh, christian christian bale let's see turistian bale terminator it's not salvation yeah terminator salvation and this is where you know they they dressed up a uh, um a terminator to be literally a human you know so yeah terminator salvation And, and anyway whatever so i'm watching it at home chilling and she's like wait i don't get it who is christian bale I go, that's that's John Connor. She, she's like, wait, so that's John Connor and he's gonna send that teenager back in time to fuck his mother? I go, yes. And she's like, but how has he, how how is he alive if his father's 17? I go, because he sent him back in time to fuck his mother. <laughs> she's like, that doesn't make any sense. The son sent back his father to fuck his mom in 1984. I go, yes absolutely, and she was like, this is stupid, I go, you're stupid, <laughs> because you're now, you're now making fun of something that I hold near and dear to my heart, time travel, and movies of time travel, and Terminator is the best, except up until, boy, up three or four, and it was just retarded, Oh my God, Garcia, get the fuck out of here. Hit live on your shit. Hit live on your shit. Salvation was a cool movie. Dude had no idea he was a Terminator. It was a great movie. Salvation was great, but like the one before it was stupid and you know, whatever. But I love Terminator Salvation. If you, if you like time travel movies, great. Can anyone tell me the basis of Tenet? Like, or, or, or what, what the general idea behind Tenet was? I don't. Tenet spelled like T E N E T. I think Junior tried to explain it to me. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm more lost. Like I think uh, Richard Nolan got a little lost in the sauce and it was just like, you know, 15 layers of time travel. And I don't like it to be that stupid. Um, it makes perfect sense. Right. It makes perfect sense. John Connor sent Kyle Reese's dad back in time to fuck his mother. Because if he didn't, he wouldn't be alive. Duh. There's no fate but what we make for ourselves. The best ones are 1 and 2 and Salvation Cyberdyne Systems Model 101. The mom told the son who the dad was. Not that hard to figure out. Right. Right. Kyle Reese. Is that the one with the black eye? <laughs> what black? Guy? It's a black terminator. <laughs> Tenet, is events happening backwards but forwards? Yeah, I'm done. If time travel was ever possible, the future wouldn't already be possible. Well, then you got to start talking about alternate timelines. See, the problem with um, uh, fuck, what's the name of that movie? Um, what's the name of that movie? The problem with Avengers Endgame and Infinity War was um, it was stupid. <laughs> But it dealt with alternate timelines. And I'm not a fan. I like sticking to one timeline. You know, fuck it all up. Who cares? Black Mirror is also good. Wasn't intended just a knockoff of Butterfly Effect? I think so. Chris Nolan gets off the rails on that. Right, Nestor Berrios, I appreciate that. I watch any Chris Nolan movie. Oppenheimer was a little long, but if you like atomic bombs in the background of his Communist you know, Party affiliations, very cool. But it's three hours fucking long. But if you watch Inception... If you watch the uh, um, the the first Superman, the first modern Superman with um, uh, I forget his name. What is the name of the la, the first latest Superman? The Man of Steel. Yeah, Man of Steel was a Christopher Nolan. Oh shit! Now is the Chris Chris Nolan Man of Steel. Now we're talking movies, Man of Steel. I think Chris Nolan did Man of Steel. Nolan played a small part in bringing Zack Snyder's Man of Steel into the big screen. Okay, so he kind of was involved in it because you could just tell the markings of a Chris Nolan film. And uh, I saw that. I saw Inception. I saw... Um, he see All the, the three Batmans. Come on, stop it. Like, the three Christian Bale Batmans. Like, probably the best movies ever made. Like, I can see those things over and over and over. Henry Cavill. Right, anytime the Joker... the uh, Dark Knight Rises... Or is it The Dark Knight? Uh, that one was just... The the, the Joker one, I, I can quote over and over and over. Um, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, time travel can only happen backwards up to the point where the time machine was invented. Think of it as a safe checkpoint in games. I don't think so. Well, but then, then you talk about the paradox, right? Like if you go back in time and kill your grandfather, that means you could have never been born to have gone back in time and killed your grandfather so that's the paradox you, you can't be born get in a time machine go back and kill your grandfather because you would have never been born so how are you alive to have been able to get on a time machine to go back and kill your time your, your, your grandfather so that's the paradox that they talk about so technically you can't go back in time right because the butterfly effect if you kill a butterfly in the past it changes everything in the future i think that's the the gist of it um comes into play i think what's the best all way for gen 3 coyote naturally aspirated full bolt on e85 probably 530 if you want to do a high revving stuff full synthetic but nothing crazy um rises ruined babe uh one two not the third um rises ruined babe rises ruined babe okay bail Bro, Interstellar was awesome, but I geek out on space shit and black holes. Yes, I guess Interstellar is probably my favorite movie of all time. I can I love Interstellar. Love, love, love Interstellar. Have you watched The Joker? Have you watched The Joker? Yes, I did watch The Joker. And honestly, okay. I worry about Junior. So Junior, when I started working at Lund Racing, was Anakin taking care of Padme. So what's that? Number two, right? In Star Wars 2, um, Anakin got his hand chopped off by Windu. And he has now been tasked to take care of Padme because, you know, she for the risk of assassination. Junior right now is between, he, he's at the point where Anakin is fighting Obi-Wan and his legs are about to get cut off. He is turning dark and I worry <laughs> I worry about him a little bit. Junior would have never popped off back in the day. Like, and the older he gets, the more he becomes Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. Another wonderful movie. And if you do not cry at the end, oh Doku, thank you. Dooku, Count Dooku, not Windu, sorry. So Count Dooku chopped off Anakin's arm. That means Junior's a little hurt, but not jaded. He is at the point where he is facing Obi-Wan, and the line is about to happen where Obi-Wan says, I have the high ground, and he says, you underestimate my power, and he jumps over and he chops off two legs and an arm, and all it takes is, like, one more guy to say that, you know, Junior doesn't know what he's talking about because, (laughs) like, I'm waiting for it. I am waiting for it. And yes, if you watch Gran Torino and you don't cry at the end of Gran Torino, as a man, again, you got to be alone. You can't watch Gran Torino with your girlfriend because you can't properly get into the movie. But nothing is cooler than an old man going out like that to protect somebody. That was cool as shit. And if you don't shed a little bit of a tear at the end of Gran Torino, you, I don't know. You can't watch it with a girl though. Um... Took me out of my dark times, says Victor. What what took you out of your dark times, Victor? Uh, it's the weightlifting. Testosterone is on full blast. Yeah, he he's actually losing a lot of weight. We 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 got him down to under 270 now. And he's getting leaner. And you know what that means? It means baby number four is gonna be on the way. <laughs> Alex, if you time travel to if you like time travel movies, you should watch one, The Shadow of the Moon or in the Moon. Uh Duku, yeah, sorry, I said Windu. Sorry. I'm not that much of a nerd. So at least you know I'm not that much of a fucking nerd is about to off some kids. You were, you were my brother. I loved you. In Futurama, Fry killed his grandfather, banged his grandma, and became his own grandfather. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I'm waiting for him to be rebuilt by Palpatine. And that's when it's full retard. He's going to say F you to everybody. It's going to be a good time. I guess in, in that storyline, I'm not Obi-Wan i think i am obi-wan <laughs> but i'm not more knowledgeable about Tony than him but like life-wise i think i'm his regulator a little bit i think he likes the fact that i can talk shit and he's like yeah good i like i like what alex said You're good but i don't think it'd be good optics for him to say it but i think it's gonna get to that point where he's gonna talk some shit and uh it's gonna be bad for everybody because everyone fucking sucks and I at least can say that because I've been saying it. When I was talking about tuning before I knew anything about tuning, Like people were blown away before I was in the industry. that They're like, how does he know what he knows? I was, I was guessing. But now that I know what I know, it's verified what I said. So I can go out there and say, everyone sucks. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. No one knows what the fuck they're talking about. If we had just a little bit of help from Ford... And said, Joe, just give us the kiss. We will make Fords ridiculously good. We just need to get away from the bullshit. And unfortunately, you know, we're not going to get that. I don't think so. Anytime, anytime uh, soon, like back to the future, you just disappear. Um, we can rebuild them. We have the technology. What should it take for you to come to Iowa in June for stang invasion on what? Biow- that sounds ridiculous. That, that sounds awful. What would it take for you to come to Iowa in June okay for stang okay the name is stang so right off the rip it's gay stang invasion what are you invading assholes like stang invasion by mustang Unstabled. what the fuck is everything a horse theme mustang stable like what what is in your stable alex how many ponies are in your stable Well, I got a thoroughbred GT350. And that one over there is a uh, mule, which is my GT500. And that one over there is my – they're cars. They're not horses. They're not – you lost me at Iowa. Yeah, Stang Invasion. Let me look it up. Let's make fun of it. Stang (laughs) – what are you invading? You're parking somewhere. Okay, here we go. Let, 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 let's see this shit show. <laughs> the Stang Invasion uh, 8, presented by Iowa Mustang, unstable and Ames Ford. Ames? Ames? <laughs> it will be held on Saturday, June 8th at the Cedar Falls Raceway in Iowa. That is right. We are hosting this event at a new location for 2024. There'll be a massive cruises, quarter mile drag racing, the world famous burnout contest, and more. We had tons of beautiful cars last year, and they are expecting another record turnout of badass rides for the Sting Invasion 8! Wait, 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 wait. Sting Invasion 8! <laughs> This event is also free to attend. Do do your Mustang and yourself a favor and make plans to attend the Midwest's largest Mustang event Saturday, June 8th. We're working with Hilton Cedar Falls for Room Blocks. We will announce the group code once live. Event schedule. Friday... (laughs) Once at the track, enjoy drag racing for 11 to 4.30. Love loud cars and burnouts? Take part in our burnout exhaust contest. Racing is only forty per car and it's perch at the blah, blah, blah. After we close the invasion test in tune at 430. We'll be clearing the bleachers and prepping the track for our no prep throwdown This portion of the event kicks off at 530 and this is 10 blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm tired. I've already attended it. I am so fucking tired. What does dark mean? Oh fuck! What's it take to inv- <laughs> no, no? Sting. Like what would you call a dodge convention? <laughs> Man, we finna we finna spin a block. We finna spin a block on this. Inv- yeah! I like the fire. Yeah. Racial undertone! Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's a gay shit <laughs> hemisphere. <laughs> you like gats, drums? You like you like uh glocks with the with the switch? You can come to spin the fest. That's right. We got Hellcat, Hellcat and Traxxas coming at you. We got plenty of lean. Break, we got I'm plenty of break. perp. Hey. Jolly Ranchers like and Sprite. <laughs> Don't miss out on the. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to find more stuff. Um uh Is there any more songs? Do I have any other songs? Yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> now this one. Come at at that free state sprite. His Jolly Rancher. he put lead right at the gate. All you gotta do is show your blink with a, with the a switch. You get right in. in. Get the fuck out of here. This dumbest dumb. Is dumb. <laughs> Entry is a blick with a switch. You know, uh, I, I was watching last night uh, talking daily when I was out. And he was saying something about Sprite with Jolly Ranchers and Lean. I never said anything about Black. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Whoever watches this and thinks it's racial, they hear me do this. <laughs> and they think <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, the hypocrisy is unreal. And the backseat getting fucked from the back exactly. I'm the block you block got that I long dick I'm in? Come on in, dude. In the back seat, keeping from the back. Oh. Have you ever heard those like um promos for like have you ever been like driving and then you're like, I don't want to attend that event based on the promo. You're like, you know, like, like, like if you're just driving downtown and you're like, do you like rap music? Like the do you, music you like and Hellcats and Trackbox? And do you have a Bulletproof vest? Track Come on down to Spin the Block vest. We're going to have DJ, yeah, whatever. And you're like, I don't think I want to go to that event. And break this break is the radio promo. Like, I, I def- <laughs> Whoa! He's good, the whole verse is gonna get copyrighted. menthol's on deck, slide to invasion. Can't- <laughs> <laughs> Every time I heard, I- I'm driving, and they're like, "Come on down to Family Dollar, hang." Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm definitely not going to Family Dollar to hang out with the boys. I'm good. Y'all make the best black jokes, but suck at everything else. Y'all ain't racist enough. Oh my god, no, no, thank you. Sponsored by Starry, you will have Mike Tyson eating ass splitters and shitters, strikers and switches. <laughs> oh fuck! No, I'm good because I'm gonna get a call, and uh, you know, <laughs> coochie hole brown. <laughs> what is it? What is her name? Sexy red. Sexy red. Hellcats, SRT. And then she says the N-word. And she says, come pull up on me. Got to call fast. Do the dash. it can make my coochie leak. Sexy red. Sexy red. Let me see. Hell, is, what is it called? Hoodrats? Is it Hoodrats or is it Poundtown? Or is it ski Or is it Bow-wow-wow? Wow? <laughs> Which one is it? Oh, Hellcats, SRTs. N-word, come pull up on me. Try to call fast, do the dash. It made my coochie leak. There we go. like <laughs> Come on, guys. You ready to see Hell, hell, hell Cat bad. Fest? Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> it made my coochie leak. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to get copyrighted by Sexy Red. They do that. So if you hear this thing tomorrow and there's like massive gaps in the, uh, in the stream, it's because I muted all those parts so that I can get paid for this stream. Unreal. How do we get on this? <laughs> get me another beer, Dragon Lady. This one's running on empty. We make fun of everyone here. Mexican, Black, White, Asian, Middle Eastern. No one is safe, right? I, I talked about is spitting into the wind. Nobody said nothing. I put Indian music. Nobody said nothing. And then at the moment I put like, you know, them guts. You want to come up in them the guts? Get over here on fist. BYOS bring your own sprite <laughs> It's delicious and spicy um <laughs> That's it. repo invasion shout out to different shootout has a different meaning at Dodge Me. Have you ever heard of my five O by Power Supply? No. All right, Chevy. Next, old white guys pulling up to high school girls, coochie leaking on the Alcantara seats. I confess, I have no desire to confess. Uh, and the <laughs> right, they won't bat enough. Like Mexicans make fun of Mexicans, and I'm blown away by that. I guarantee there's gonna be someone that gets side who's I'm like, bro, fucking grow up. If you can't laugh at shit like that, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. All right, um, yeah, we're gonna end it uh, pretty soon, so we're we'll just gonna talk shit until we're done. Highest interest rate competition, um. So I used to go to, in Hartford, there used to be a lot of meets or car shows. But the car shows back then were pretty fucking cool. And you could see, like, Rotary, RX2s. You could see Lowriders. You could see, and they had, like, bass competition where you have to, like. But the problem with bass competitions, it's just, like, a sound. And some van shows up with, like, plexiglass this thick. And they put a microphone or something in it. And it goes, you win. No, oh, I want to hear, you know, Young Jeezy playing, rattling the mirrors off the bitch. Like, one of the first cool videos I saw from Steve Made was that. He was playing Young Jeezy, and his mirrors fell off. Like, his mirrors fell off. His dash, his dash is about to come unglued. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Got four 18s in the back, like 30,000 watts. I'm like, goddamn, I want to I see what that's like. But now you gotta you gotta you go to a car show and they have like a sound competition and it's like one buzz the car isn't even a car it's basically a big box and I'm like nah it's just it just kind of I don't know call it nostalgia call it old but car shows in the early 2000s in my opinion were just cooler um, best donk names I've seen when I was driving, doing work in Memphis fucking hell I was laughing so hard I couldn't even count how many trailers I had coming in for work. it's not racist if you hate everyone right when did the car shows die for you car shows died for me when people started showing up with stock fucking cars putting a plushie that is the same color as their car on the intake and the car show organizer giving him a prize what are you showing off that you have a car payment like if i bought a mclaren and went to a car show, I shouldn't win shit. What did I do to that McLaren except buy it? Now, if I got an RX2 fully done up, frame-off restoration, good work in little rotary, or four-cylinder Toyota motor, or some K-series or B-series, some whatever, custom stuff, nice work, paint work, body work, suspension work. Before, they used to put mirrors on the side of the car and show you what you did on the bottom. Now you show up in the brand new Lambo, brand new Porsche, brand new something, and people expect you to be like, oh, you expect to be looked at as like badass. I'm like, no, all you did was buy a car. You didn't build nothing. So car shows lost their luster to me once they became easy to buy. I don't know. I'm a a custom car guy. I like guys have creativity and stuff. Like there's a car in the Cars and Coffee here at fucking... um, uh palm beach it is the ugliest fox body you have ever seen ugly it's got teflon tape on the nitrous fittings teflon tape on the nitrous fittings it's got four fucking gauges on the cowl it's got white walls facing out it's got chrome stock 5 intake chrome uh, uh a supercharger inlet like it's just the stupidest gaudiest shit i've ever seen in my life it'd be cool if you're like 60 and and that motherfucker actually gets some kind of praise for that car. And I'm like, God damn, this seems a gaudiest, ugly... What you do is set bolt-on chrome stuff. I just, It's just not my thing anymore. So when I go to the Cars and Coffee here, I actually look at the old Chevys. Believe it or not, old Chevelles, old Impalas, old... Fuck Mustangs. Old Mustangs to me are shit. I, I, I give a fuck about Mustangs from Fox Body and up. Like Fox, Before the Fox Body, to me, it might as well not even exist like i don't get. i'm sorry i'm sorry what about a 429 what about a camera what about a bu- shut up i don't give a fuck i don't get to me i don't care uh, that, that shit doesn't even exist so I, I actually gravitate towards the chevy side of things the old chevy stuff because those guys go out of their way and seem to make a old car look modern with frame off stuff custom frame stuff exhaust running through the frame stuff whereas modern car guys just put wheels on it and wrap. Starlight headliner and glitter on the dash. And they think they did build something. They didn't build shit. Uh, it's not stance. My Mustang got hit while it was parked at them takeovers. Almost totaled it. Uh, car shows I go to. Don't even give out awards. I had an Astro with a small block Chevy in it. And a heap of junk but very not stock. Stock cars with custom made signs that list all the stock parts. Watched an Floor room, showroom floor SSR. Win the best show back in the day. Everyone was pissed. Stopped going to car shows when I sold my Superbird in the Hemi. And my Hemi, Roadrunner, car shows dies when stock Jetta had stupid looking four or five in wheels and nothing else done to it. And it won a prize, laughed my ass off, and a Tesla got best import. Import? How did it get best import? I have a 69 Firebird and it's badass. A dream of me was to have a 60. Okay, whatever, whatever. I love my Plymouth Barracuda. And Alex, they also put on Underglow. Underglow made a comeback. Underglow was dead. And now it's a thing. And I'm like, I, I don't care. I'm out of the car show scene. I don't give a fuck about that. I go race by myself, post videos for you guys to check it out, learn some stuff, and I'm a happy cat, and I'm mostly left alone. I don't. You won't catch me dead at car shows. So if the Iowa guy wants me to go to Iowa, $9,000. I'll go to Iowa for a day. 9000 bucks. You put me up, feed me shitty Iowa food, and I'll be there. Oh, That's fucking stupid. Okay, that's my price. 9000 bucks. That's what it's worth for me to go to Iowa. What the fuck is Iowa on the map? fucking flyover country let me see iowa okay oh my god michigan uh, you want me to go here <laughs> you want me to go here bro open your maps yeah, come on what's around there fort dodge <laughs> look at this is it is there even houses there the fuck am i looking at where's the houses all right, you got some houses, but a whole bunch of nothing. Ah, damn, there's a whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> wow, look at this. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what is this? Is this where it's held? <clears throat> what is this? I don't know. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go to Iowa. I appreciate it. It's 9000 <laughs> thousand That's what it'll take for me to go there. All right, I'm out of here. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with me for a little bit. Congratulations to the gentleman that won the clock screen kit from CND Auto Tech, the for directions. You'll get it shipped prior to tomorrow. Sunday, we'll do another giveaway of this. And then Tuesday, we'll give away a PMAS cold air intake. If MFP of Australia sends me more crank supports, they can come on down and I'll let you guys know what's going on with F-150 kits once we talk a little bit. Again, I want to thank the sponsors, PMAS. D and a half performance the two auto solutions caliber transmissions bellac wheels and MFP of Australia have a good have have a good rest of your night I will see you guys on Sunday morning see you guys later bye bye